everybody, and welcome to Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, the podcast. Brought to you by the Shepherd Express, I'm your host, Matthew Filipovich. Every episode, I'm going to bring on one of the regular comedians from Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, which in addition to being the podcast that you're listening to right now, is also a monthly live progressive political stand-up comedy show. We're going to discuss and joke about a news story, and then we'll talk a bit about comedy. Speaking of, our next live in-person show is coming up on Saturday, November the 18th. On that show, we'll have Jason Hillman, Gender Bent, Greg Bach, Sarah Schmidt, the accounts of Homeland Security. We'll have a special activist interview with Ricardo Galaviz from the Milwaukee LGBT Community Center. Advanced tickets are only $8. They're on sale now at laughingliberallymke.com. I'm so excited that our guest this week is the extremely funny Natalie Wickman. Natalie, thank you so much for being on the show. Hi, thanks for having me. All right, so Natalie, watching the Republicans in the U.S. House of Representatives this last month has been kind of like watching a soap opera. And I actually had to Google, do soap operas still exist? And apparently they do. We have the GOP's bold and the belligerent going on here. It's either a, <laughs> a soap opera or maybe a horror movie. We had Matt Gates take out Kevin McCarthy, which is sort of like watching Jason versus Freddy. I'm not rooting for either of the monsters, but please pass the popcorn. So then we had Steve Scalise, try and fail. Jim Jordan, try and fail. Tom Emmer, whoever the hell, whoever the hell that is, tried and failed. And uh, actually, my name was actually tossed around for a possible candidate. I am a cis white <laughs> male after all. Um, so uh, finally, though, the House Republicans settled, and I do mean settled, on <laughs> Mike Johnson, uh, who apparently has never chaired a committee and was only elected to the House in 2017. What he lacks in experience, he makes up for in being a hateful, despicable human being. Um, he's probably the most famous for being a Trump supporter and trying to overturn the 2020 election, but that's not all. Oh, no. Let's <laughs> let's run down some of his worst here. Okay, so he blames school shootings on the teaching of evolution, no-fault divorce laws, and abortion. It's definitely those and not the guns, right? So uh, also speaking of abortion, he claimed that the reason there are shortages in Social Security and Medicare is because abortion cut, quote, able-bodied workers in the economy. Yeah, mm. yeah, fetuses, pull yourself up by your booty straps and get to work yeah. here. <laughs> he, he, he said same-sex marriage is, quote, this, I love this quote, same-sex marriage is a, quote, dark harbinger of chaos and sexual anarchy that could doom even the strongest republic. I mean, if you put it that way, that just sounds like fun, right? I mean, so his wife, his wife runs a consulting firm, and I'm not making this up. It's called Onward Christian Consulting Services. I guess if you're going to say Onward Christian Soldiers, you also need Onward Christian Consultants. You know, consulting how the soldiers can use synergy and brand recognition to spread the gospel of the Lord in a violent way. All joking aside, though, Onward Christian Consulting on their filing paperwork actually proclaims that homosexuality is the same as bestiality, incest, and any sex at all that's not between a married cis straight couple, all of those are offenses to God. So that's fun. What's less fun is that every single solitary Republican in the House of Representatives voted for this extreme far-right MAGA Christian nationalist who's now a mere two heartbeats away from the presidency of the United States. It is frightening. It's scary. Natalie, what's your take on all this? Oh, you know, um, it's just so much fun these days being alive. Yeah, um, <laughs> I um, the um, 
able-bodied babies we could start with. There's really a lot here. <laughs> this man is a bit of a gold mine, I have to say. I, I do have to say booty straps, that was a good one. My uh my main idea was he thinks babies come out of the womb looking like the brawny man or something. <laughs> <laughs> They're ready to chop down a tree once you chop that umbilical cord. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, though, I do at 29 years old wake up with a sore back more than I would like to admit. So if this man could lower the retirement age with these able-bodied babies, I might get a <laughs> I'm ready to be done. <laughs> yeah, it is um it's very funny. It's also it sounds like a weird argument to uh not give women maternity leave. Like, oh, the babies are done. They came out, they're forklift certified. Why do you <laughs> you don't need to do anything? Um the um um alliance defending freedom uh, mm-hmm. is where he worked for a long time yeah. uh, back in like the 2000s speaking yeah. of which just the comparing gay marriage to bestiality what a throwback to y2k i, I didn't know <laughs> we still do that um but yeah he he worked i love how republican groups always have the vaguest names alliance defending freedom um, and I'm, I'm just reading about this thing. Like, what episode of 19 Kids and Counting did they find this guy from? Like, <laughs> what apparently, extra? <laughs> apparently, Alliance for Defending Freedom is designated by the Southern Poverty Law Center yeah, as a hate uh, group officially, too. They're one of the most, that, according to them, like, and, and if you look at their work, they are uh, one of the worst L- anti-LGBTQ plus groups in the in the country. Truly, it's, yeah, like, that's, come on. Like, that's, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the worst one to be condemned by. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, he also like uh, spoke out against an anti-bullying day for LGBT youth. And um, he he had a quote that was like, no one should be bullying or harassing, but. And uh, <laughs> it's just it's like, ah, yes, I'm not a racist, but. And then <laughs> he basically finished by saying, you know, homosexual sexuality is bad for society, which in effect, he's bullying himself, <laughs> the people who are gay. So it's just a fun, like, little cycle in that quote. Um it is funny, though, to look um, at this guy and see him, like, trying to be a bully because he looks like the first kid on the playground uh-huh. <laughs> that would get bullied. Just this Keebler elf looking. <laughs> I, I mean, truly, like, his his this man's name is Mike Johnson, and he is somehow even whiter than the name Mike Johnson. I can't, like, I don't know how to describe this cracker of a man, but... Um, <laughs> The last thing I noticed was that he um, at one time tried to build a Noah's Ark themed amusement park, which I thought was great. Because, yeah. you know, we already have that. It's called Medieval Times. It's- <laughs> 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 um, you know, I I I do like to think, though, because there is a water park in the Wisconsin Dells called Noah's Ark, right? And so <laughs> yeah. I, I like to imagine him going there and just like, yes, this is what the Lord wanted. <laughs> everyone, else is, yeah, everyone else is dying Noah. except me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Truly just like tourists just half clothed and dipping dots and corn dogs like the Lord intended. <laughs> uh, I guess the Noah's Ark amusement park wouldn't require COVID vaccines because they want you to feel like you can catch the plague. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> like it's really the olden times. <laughs> 
Well, uh, Natalie, another aspect of the podcast is a discussion of the art of comedy. What I've been asking comedians lately, how's comedy been treating lately? I know you're performing a lot around the Midwest. How's it been treating lately? What you been up to? I had a pretty good October. I actually got to do a really great festival in Des Moines, Iowa at the beginning of this month. It's called Desk Comedy Festival and truly such a great experience. Um, the people who run that festival and Teehee's Comedy Club in Iowa are such great people. They run a great fest. Um, and I've, I've been doing, yeah, shows kind of around Milwaukee and a little bit outside. I've got a couple shows in November coming up. In Milwaukee, I've got November 11th at Bremen Cafe. I'm doing a late night show there. Nice. And then I'm also doing on November 14th, the Voyager show, which is always a great time at uh, Landmark Lane's Moon Room in the back of Landmark Lane's. It's always such a great show. I always recommend people come out. It's a great time. Something I've asked sometimes is, what would people who don't do comedy be surprised about uh, about doing comedy? What's something they wouldn't maybe realize watching people do it? That, um, you know, it's a lot of work. I think that, <laughs> um, it's supposed to look easy, but there's a lot of like fine tuning and like basic writing principles that go into it. You know, I, I um, have a background in writing, so I use some of those tools when I write jokes. And, and you know, it's also so much performance, too. It's the, the jokes and the personality. It's like a, a big meld of lots of things going on. And you know, but it's it's just a fun time. It's a good way to express yourself. I feel lucky that I get to, you know, still write in a way through jokes. And yeah, I, I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Well, if people uh, are looking to, other than you, you named the ones you're doing in November, if people want to follow you on social media, see where you're performing, where can they find you on the interwebs? So it's just my name, nothing fancy. Natalie Wickman on Instagram, Twitter, um, threads, all all the things. I'm actually trying to post more of these these threads and stuff, and I don't know. So it, it, we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm putting my strange midnight thoughts out there to see if they're funny. I guess. <laughs> so if you want to follow that. Um, that trash fire. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's not Twitter, at least, right? I mean, it's like it's probably not going to take off, but who knows? Like, uh, who knows? Yeah. yeah, I can post them to my Instagram stories, so that's really all that matters. I used to just screenshot a tweet and put it on my Instagram stories like an elderly person, but now <laughs> <laughs> I can do this. So, <laughs> uh, well, uh, Natalie, wonderful talking with you. Thank you for what you're doing, and thanks for being on the show. Awesome. Thank you again for having me. It's a great time. All right, everybody, I want to thank you so much for listening to episode 82 of Laughing Liberally Milwaukee. We have new episodes with a new comedian on the first and third Wednesday of every month. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can find out more at laughingliberallymke.com. Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you at the next Laughing Liberally Milwaukee.